chance to be there and we'll do it all again. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bug and Bed Talks. I'm Hannah, I'm here today with Raven and Ben from Hello. England. So we have a first question for you that we ask mm-hmm. everyone. Why did you come to Berlin and when? And like, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you came here. Um, I came here in 2010, October 2010, um, after visiting a few times. And a good friend of mine was uh, planning to come over and study his like Erasmus, do like six months here or whatever as part of his university studies. And uh, we were actually, I think it was light outside. We'd been out and we were at my friend's house. And it was, so I don't know what time, it must have been five or six in the morning or something. And we were having this conversation and we decided in this moment that seeing as I didn't have anything to do for the following year, I'd just come with him. So we moved together that October and uh, I moved straight at my parents' place there. And uh, been here ever since, basically. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, so you've been here for almost eight years now. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite place? Um, I wouldn't say I have like a a favorite place. That like, it depends where I'm living. Because to be a musician, I end up having to, as we were just talking about, off mic a minute ago. Uh, it can be a bit of a pain to find a good house here. So I've moved a lot. I've lived in every district in central Berlin, like inside the ring. Um. Yeah, because you don't want to live outside of the ring, right? Yeah, <laughs> the barren wasteland. It's no, basically no. Brandenburg. I've lived, I've lived outside of the ring as well, but just to keep things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so obviously changes according to where you are, but from where I'm living at the moment, I've, it's like uh, it's in Neukölln. There's a beautiful little canal just down by there, which is really nice in the summer to kind of walk down there. Um, there's flea markets there sometimes. There's a big Turkish market there. I'm sure loads mm. of people know what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, the really nice. Turkish market is amazing. Yeah, it's great. There. It's good food. Yeah, yeah. there's a nice, nice atmosphere down there. So I'd probably sit there. Do you have a favorite place that you've played music? Hmm. My favorite venue is probably Bada House to play. I played there twice. Played there with a band and solo both times. It was uh, it was good. The sound is really nice there, and the sound man's good. Which sounds like a, it's not a particularly romantic thing to say, but it can kind of like make or break the the show. You know, if you have terrible sound or terrible sound check, you feel like shit going into the show. It's a bit of a nightmare. So, yeah, Bad House is a really nice nice atmosphere inside. So, yeah. I think we went to a show at Bad House. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. Caitlin. Right. Yeah. Wait, that was that show. Yeah, that's Bad House. <laughs> right. Well, you take me so many places. I don't remember the names. <laughs> of that, so. Do you have a special memory from Berlin? Seeing as you've been here for almost eight years, I figure you have. To have something, something weird, fun, bad, something, anything, something bad, yeah, or like anything that you comes to mind, yeah. basically. Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> God, that's a broad question. That's a hard one. Any special memory? What did we have as an example in the first episode? Oh, I think you talked oh. about when I when I didn't have a laundry machine, washing right, machine. Right, we did. I had to take my clothes like four stations at the U-Bahn every time <laughs> to do laundry. <laughs> yeah, at this weird yeah. uh, laundry place slash cafe slash bar slash I don't know. Special. I don't know if it's special memories. If you're talking about like hideous things that have happened, which is what it sounds like you're saying, I've got plenty of those. So I used to live with um, my good friend Cameron, basically. So I uh, kind of sticking to the tradition of, of horrendous living situations. I. Uh, this first house that I moved into with this my friend, this guy Jordan, a good friend of mine. Um, he was obviously only there for six months, and me being the idiot that I am, didn't think, well, yeah, after those six months are up, he's obviously not going to continue this apartment lease, so I'm going to have to find somewhere else to live. Got to the week where he was literally moving out of the flat, and I hadn't done anything. I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I do need to find somewhere to live kind of now. 
Um, so I moved in with a friend of mine, funnily enough, also from my hometown, called Ben, who just moved over. And he was living in a one-bedroom apartment with, with what he thought was one other friend. She also brought a friend, and I also brought a friend. Well, he brought me as a second friend. So there were four of us living in a one-bedroom apartment with one bed, um, which didn't work out so well. So it got to Christmas, and I said, right, I'm going to go home, back to the UK for a bit. Went back, earned some money, came back over in, in May the following year, and the only place I could find to live was in a rehearsal room with my mate Cameron, and uh, which was, for those of you from Berlin, was next to Sisyphos, if anyone knows what that is. like a 10-minute tram ride from the kind of east central station so it's like not a particularly desirable <laughs> place to be um and yeah just many nights of like living in squalor with no fridge no shower no nothing um taking it in turns to cycle to the Spätkauf and pick up like a bottle of bourbon which, and just just living in utter filth for a while which um was was probably the, the one of the lowest points uh during the time but also one of the most hilarious I've been so, there, I've been go. there. I lived yeah. for a month with three guys in an apartment at Koti <laughs> with a friend in on like 11 square meters. We had no, we had nothing oh, no. and we didn't want to buy anything because we didn't know how long we were going to stay. So this was my uh, cover, I think it was, when it, it was in October. Oh no. And I had my jack, my fur jacket as this a, is a very, pillow. This is a very thin blanket. That yeah. The Ikea kind. Yeah. It's the it's not enough. universe blanket. <laughs> <laughs> And they turned out to be drug dealers. Oh, well, that's practical. Yeah, nice. and that was, uh, they were super nice. And we didn't realize and we were like kind of new to Berlin and mm-hmm. kind of naive in a way. So we didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. 19 years old. It's like, what are these empty like capsules laying yeah. around everywhere? <laughs> I wonder where that is. And they were basically high all the time. Mm-hmm. But they were fun people. Sounds yeah, well, high people are fun people. Yeah, I saw them years later at clubs. They didn't recognize me. Oh. At least they were still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> so <laughs> well, who knows, you know? Uh, God. Are we going to switch the subjects to my favorite subject? Yes. Language. How's your German? It's pretty good. Do you have a favorite German word? <laughs> I've, right, my favorite word is probably a word that doesn't work in English. Because it allows you to express something that you can't express in English, which is doch. Doch is such a great word because, like, it took me about three years to understand how to use doch properly, and like, I'd always say it wrong. People are like, that's not how you say it. And now I've like, now I've mastered the use of this word. It's so useful because in English, there is, so for those of you who don't know, you, you can use doch as like a, it's like a kind of counter to when somebody. It's really hard to explain. If somebody says to you, "You can't do this," you can say, "I can doch do that." Like that's a kind of easy way to just to describe it. So yeah. it's just it's really useful if you can't be asked to put a full sentence together. You say, "Now nah, doch," and then they're like, "Okay," and they understand what you're saying. In so Swedish, it nice would be you. 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 Just the one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great word. Very useful. Yeah. Perfect word. Do you have a favorite English word? Is there something in English you can't express in German? Yeah, that must be. <laughs> Plenty of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. kind of my fault. But not... Germans have words for everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a favorite English word. Considering I'm somebody who writes, I, I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite English word. But it's hard to have a favorite word in your own language. Yeah, because it's just a natural thing that you talk never a lot. Think about it. Yeah, you just kind of blot, blurt yeah. it out. So. Yeah. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> Talking about writing, have you always played music or was it kind of like a... You grew into it, or um, I've played guitar since I was. I've always been involved in music since I was like thirteen, twelve, thirteen years old. Um, but it was more of a hobby, 
But I guess when you're 13, you just don't want to be a career, is it? Unless you're a freak. But like, um, yeah, it wasn't until I came here that I started thinking, okay, firstly, I can't earn money doing anything else because I don't know any German at this moment in time. So I started playing on the street a lot, um, which was where I met basically a lot of my friends that I'm still friends with now, including this guy that I lived in a practice room with for a long time. Um, and yeah, that was uh, it was kind of born out of necessity, but became something that I started to take more seriously as the, like the longer I did it. So yeah, I say yeah, kind of nineteen twenty was when I started writing. But I'd also say that I did. I, yeah, I wouldn't consider any of my material at that moment in time particularly good. But you know, well, practice makes perfect, exactly. right? Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Isn't <laughs> yeah. It? your lips as you sway toast a break in a day
Do I have more questions? I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, uh, if you could play in any country in the world, like if you could go anywhere and play your music, where would you go? Whoa. Don't think about it. Just like I whatever just go, pops. So, I'd go somewhere ridiculous, like I don't know Nicaragua or something. Like, <laughs> just somewhere completely a little further away from anywhere I've ever been. Like you know, yeah, I'll just I'll say like somewhere in Central America around there'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Combine it with a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's really cold at the moment as well. So maybe I'm just kind of. I did an interview with, with some other people a couple of weeks ago, and I said Portugal. So I think I'm just kind of like craving sun. I think I just need Portugal is really nice as well. Yeah, Portugal, Lisbon's beautiful. Still maybe better than there. Check it out. It's very yeah, nice. it's beautiful. Yeah. Nice people. Okay, but if you could choose an <clears throat> artist or a person to play with, who would you choose? Like to go on tour with or something? Yeah. Yeah. What would you play with? Radiohead probably. My favorite band. <laughs> Like, must be incredible to tour with them. They use so many instruments. Like some some big bands, obviously, I can't think of any. I mean, a lot of them do this where they'll just have, let's just say, they're like two guitars, uh, bass, and drums, or whatever, very like standard band setup. Maybe they'll have a few different guitars they'll use, and they have their pedal boards and different sounds and stuff. But Radio have such a like a crazy collection of instruments and sounds that they utilize. Like, especially Johnny Green with the one of the guitarists. Just I saw them live last year and there's a part where he's playing a riff on the guitar and he's using the headstock of the guitar, like the left-hand part, to play notes on a piano or synthesizer at the same time. That's really cool. And then wow. he'll switch between both, he'll switch back, and he's got all these weird um, kind of synthesizers and sequences and drum machines and stuff, and he's constantly flicking through all this different stuff. So it'd be really interesting to be a bit closer and, uh, and watch that. Either that or Father John Misty, because he just seems like a hilarious man. That would be really fun to tour with, I think. Okay. Yeah, one of those two. Do you also like enjoy the Berlin techno scene? Since nah. most people here do, I feel like. Nah. Didn't grow on I'm you? I'm not into it at all. I liked it when I first came and I'm just sick of it now. I find techno okay in some... I find it... Um, I'm also a bit of an outsider because it's obviously not my vibe at all. But um, I don't know, I just, I'm just sick of it, I think. So if you go out, where would you go? I'd hit bars, probably. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean I don't go to clubs. I do go to clubs sometimes. I'm yep. not completely against it. Where would you go? <sighs> I, so when I used to go out a lot, I yeah. used to go to Panorama Bar, Golden Gate, um, Sisyphus a little bit, Carter, well, it's Carter Holtzig, then it's Carter Blau now. Miss Carter Holtzig. Yeah, it was good. Um, where else did I used to go? Yeah, those ones were the main ones. I used to go to a lot of open airs, Kriesmüller as well, like kind of... Next day, if you're still going, kind of go to Kriesmüller during the Sunday after hour or whatever when the sun's out. It's quite a good vibe. But um, 
I think on a personal level, I had some some like uh, psychological problems that perhaps stemmed from from partying too much a bit. So maybe that's kind of tainted my 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 view on it slightly. But I also think it's um, it doesn't mean everyone's like this, but I think it's uh, there are a lot of percentage of people involved in that in that scene at the moment. I think that well, I think Berlin's a bit of a hotspot for that anyway. In all in all scenes, maybe I'm guilty of it as well, but. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, it's yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I always feel like you have like a partying face of your Berlin yeah. life and once you've been here for a while, like I used to party a lot, like two or three years back, but now mm-hmm. I'm like I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, like maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't have a great time, you no. know. Like, it depends obviously it depends on the company, it depends what you're doing as well. Yeah. Of course. It depends the, on your mood, yeah. everything. I think the less the less trendy clubs are often a lot more fun. Because you don't have that, everyone's kind of looking at everyone else and judging each other, basically. Yeah. And yeah. There are probably people listening thinking, oh, it's cynical, but it's kind of true. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. When you, you're on the train at Osbahnhof at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, just look around. You know. Anyway. You know what Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you can play the game. Are you right. on your way to work or are you on your way home from a club? Yeah, yeah. Right. No one knows. <laughs> are you wearing sunglasses when it's cloudy outside? Yeah. <laughs> what are you hiding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, actually, we don't have any more questions for you now. This no. was this was oh. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna play some of Ben's tunes next, and don't forget to check out his EP. It's coming out soon. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. With a helpless molten heart, I will leave. As time pulls us apart. All the flowers start to bend in the breeze. Give me a day, give me a week. Self astray, I will grieve. Another month, another year, maybe. And if you steal your face away, how could I ever dream? I never would support the pain for me. So if you're looking for a
There's no such thing as short firing risk. I now believed in something I've missed. Some of the shit I believe as a kid. I still remember. I still. Re-